1: Welcome friends to another r slash nuclear revenge video. Today we've got a crazy story of someone sending their brother to the emergency room. But first, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. That said, our first story of the day is how I arranged a fake proposal for my ex-girlfriend. My girlfriend and I had been together for almost 7 years when I found out that she cheated on me with a guy she works with. We were in college when we met. I was a freshman and she was a sophomore. She was in the choir and while I did go to church because I wanted to be in God's presence, I also looked forward to seeing her sing in church every Sunday. She had the brightest smile and when she sang, it was always like she was looking straight into my eyes and soul. I was mesmerized by her voice, her eyes and her beautiful smile. And I tried for many Sundays to speak to her. My plans always fell through because I would get shy and not walk up to her as planned. Luck smiled at me one day when an elderly lady in the church introduced us. We were having a long conversation that day, but I waited till the next Sunday to ask if she would like to see a movie with me. She declined the first two times I asked her out. She rejected me the first time with her signature pretty smile on her face, so it was hard not to ask again when I saw her some Sundays later. She refused again with a polite smile. I was smitten and determined to get her to date me. When we saw each other another Sunday, I asked her honestly to tell me why she won't go out with me. Her reason was that she wanted someone who had roots in religion. I had just started going to church when I got into college. My grandparents on both sides were Christians but my parents didn't care much for religion and didn't raise us as Christians. I only decided to go to church because my roommate was a Christian. He invited me and I agreed to go with him. She didn't think i could handle the kind of relationship she would want since i wasn't so firmly rooted in christianity unlike me she was a preacher's kid her dad was one of the pastors of a church so she was wholly christian and wanted someone on the same page i understood and respected her decision but i'd come to like her so i asked her for another chance this is the last time i'll ask i promised just go on one date with me just one if we're not cool we'll go back to being good friends She laughed and said, You're the sort of guy who would ask for another date after the first date. I said, I'm not saying I won't ask for another date. She says, Okay, what are you saying? I'm saying go on this one day with me. And if you don't like me or what I'm about, you can refuse to go on another date. She tilted her head to the left. You'll never ask again? I promise. I'll be content with watching you from the pew. She agreed to go out with me. One would think I won a lottery that day. I returned to my dorm room smiling and singing Christian praises, yelling hallelujah every hour. As I hoped, our date went well. We saw a movie and then sat in my car, talking, eating pizza, and generally having a good time. She had so much fun that when I dropped her at the dorm that night, she asked me out on another date. I gave her a hard time about it. Now you have to chase me like I did with you, I joked. She said fine, I changed my mind, let's not see each other again. No way, we laughed and went out again the week after. In a month, she became my girlfriend, and we were inseparable ever since. When she finished college, she worked with a professor on campus, so we saw each other frequently. When I was done with school, I moved to a different city, and not too long after, she got a job at a university and had to move to my city too. It didn't make sense for us to live apart since we now work in the same city, but my girlfriend was not having it. She insisted on living with her cousin who lived in our city. I understood that she would rather not live with me since we were unmarried and she wouldn't want people raising eyebrows, so I was okay with us living apart. She moved in with her cousin but was in my apartment most of the time because her cousin had a loud roommate and she could hardly get any work done there. I got tired of seeing her shuffle between my house and her cousin's so I brought it up again. Why not just move in with me? She agreed and we started living together, but she never told her parents, though, that she lived with me. They thought she got her own apartment for a while until they found out we were living together. They began pressuring us to get married. Since her parents were preachers, they didn't think it was good for their reputation if their daughter was living with a man she wasn't married to. At first, my girlfriend didn't give in to the pressure, but later on, she started talking about getting married too. Many of her old friends from church were getting married and she started to feel inadequate and guilty. I would try to stall the questions about marriage but she kept pressing. So I promised that we would start making serious plans as soon as I got my finances in order. I was not ready to get married at the time but I was willing to do it for my girlfriend. It bothered me that she might leave me if I didn't propose soon enough. So I started to plan towards proposing and us getting married. I decided it was best to wait until I got the promotion I was expecting at work. The promotion would get me a raise, so my girlfriend and I could move to a bigger and more spacious apartment after we get married. I thought I could also get her a nice ring and save for a decent wedding. It was just as soon as I got my promotion that I found out she was cheating. For some weeks, my girlfriend stayed later than usual on campus. She would complain about having many papers to grade and having some papers to finish. As a boyfriend who was trying his best to be supportive, I would send flowers over to her office. I never suspected that she was cheating or that she could ever even cheat on me. I chalked her being distant and uninterested in stuff to be due to the stress that she was going through at work. Then, she started to randomly mention this really tall dude at work. He's so tall, my goodness. It's almost ridiculous how tall he is, she would say. I felt a bit jealous at the time, but... I never thought anything could happen between them or that she would even have the eyes for the tall dude well it turned out she cheated on him the day i caught them red-handed i'd finished late from work too and i bought some chinese food for her i thought then rather than wait for her to return home i'd take the food over to her and we could eat dinner together in her office and then go home from there the school had a separate parking lot for staff so i parked some blocks away and hurried to her office From afar i saw her kissing the really tall dude i knew it was the guy she was talking about because he was indeed a really tall guy they were locked in an embrace for a while then she released him he got into his car drove away and she turned to walk into the office building i was devastated i'd already begun planning to propose and had started looking at rings online it hurt me that she would do that but i was also grateful to providence for finding out early enough for a while, I couldn't believe what I'd seen, and I stood there watching her return to the building. My girlfriend and I had never had that sort of issue, not even in college. I had in fact thought that I would sooner cheat on her than she would cheat. I was the one with the bad boy reputation, the one who everyone thought could never be a good boyfriend. I remember the first time I met her parents. They were skeptical about our relationship, and they didn't hide it. They told me they weren't convinced I was a good Christian and that I would make a good partner for their daughter. Her dad was exceptionally skeptical, but his daughter wanted to be with me, so he came to terms with it eventually. Her parents were even more enraged about us living together. For a long time, he sometimes tried to subtly convince us to live separately. Some other times, he would outrightly tell her to move out and even offer to pay her rent for a year. My girlfriend refused though she insisted that we would get married soon anyway so there was no reason to live apart when my girlfriend returned home that night i asked her where she had been i had so much work to do at the office so i stayed back with another professor who was that the tall professor i asked she said yes how did you know i smiled and said i just guessed who is he anyway she says oh he's a random guy from the language department he helped me provide insight to i stopped listening Now I was certain my girlfriend was cheating on me with some weird giant professor. For the next week she would randomly mention working with the tall guy at work and I would cringe and recoil. Then one day she said the tall professor was moving to England and admitted that she teared up a little. It was a terrible experience for me but I had my revenge all planned out and I was determined to make her feel just as horrible as I felt when I watched her kiss him in the parking lot. I called her dad to ask for his blessings to propose to her. He was really happy and gave his blessings. Not without mentioning that he thought I'd never do it. Her dad must have informed her mom because she called me to ask how I wanted to propose. She was flying to our city for a Christian women's conference and expressed that she would like to be there when it happened. I told her I was going to propose in a park we regularly went to and she agreed that it was a terrific idea. My girlfriend's mom wanted to be there, so I fixed the big proposal for when she would be in the city. I figured I'll just do the fake proposal before her friend, but now that her mom was going to be present, it was even better for me and worse for my girlfriend. I could not wait for her parents to find out that she was a liar and the one who blew up our relationship. So much for being a good Christian lady. Next, I reached out to two of her close friends who also lived in the same city. I told them i was going to propose and was keeping it a secret so they won't inform my girlfriend i also requested that they be at the proposal venue they were excited too and promised to be present on that day i lied to my girlfriend i told her that i needed to go to the park to clear my head and she said okay adding that it was needed since i'd been cranky while i tried not to let it show that i knew what she had done i guess it showed that i was upset about something and she noticed I left for the park, where her mom and friends were already present. The plan was that they would not make themselves visible until I had gotten on one knee. I pulled out my phone and called my girlfriend, told her that I had a minor accident at the park and I needed her to come take me to the hospital. She said she was coming over and I patiently waited for her while exchanging frequent eye contact with her mom, who was eager to see her only daughter get proposed to. Not long later, my girlfriend came over. She was wearing a sky blue dress, and I could tell she had just gotten her nails done. Her nails were the same color as her dress. Someone definitely told her I was going to propose, and I suspected it was her mother. Her mom and her parents were actually obsessed with looking good and being perceived as people without any blemishes. I was certain that someone had prepared her for it, because she didn't even ask about my fake accident. She only just walked up to me smiling sheepishly. I almost exclaimed, what a fake actor. I got down on one knee. My girlfriend's eyes widened and her mouth flew open when she saw her mom and friends. One of her friends took out her phone to make a video and some other people at the park stopped by to watch. They were all waiting for the ring and I fumbled my hands in my back pocket. I eventually pulled it out and gave her the middle finger. This is what you get for cheating on me, I yelled at her freak you and freak your parents too they think you're too good for me but i'm the one who's too good for you i walked away from her soon after while her mom friends and strangers at the park watched in shock my girlfriend never returned home at some point i felt bad for what i had done i texted and called but she never responded i texted her once to come for her stuff but she didn't reply to that either One of her friends who had been at the proposal came for her stuff much later. She avoided me, picked very few of her things, and left. I honestly wish I'd handled things differently now that I think about it, but it did help me move on faster at the time. Although OP's way of breaking it was definitely brilliant and quite a show, it probably would have been better for them if OP was just up front right away with it, right? When OP found out, they should have just broke it right there and straight up called her out on it, right? Or was this big fake proposal in front of everybody just perfect? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. That said, our final story of the day.
0: One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes.
1: Nice dress. Uh, it's a It's a t-shirt.
0: Until you tried it on.
1: When most people talk about their sibling rivalry, it's mostly things like being competitive and maybe wanting the same things. But my brother and I have a different type of rivalry. I love my brother, sure, but I'll never let him get away with anything he does, no matter how many times my mom tries to convince me that we shouldn't hate each other. Because that's just how wild our disagreements get, to the point where our family believes we actually hate each other. And when I think about some of the BS we've gotten up to, I can see why they think so. But there are moments when I'm my brother's biggest fan, and it just goes from either extreme. For instance, the day my brother got accepted after tryouts for the high school basketball team, I was super psyched for him and offered to load his laundry in the washing machine. But just as I was done, he came up to me and said we should have a water gun fight since his friends wouldn't be coming over to play on his PlayStation that day i should have known that this was suspicious since they never missed a friday of playing games but i'm about two years younger than him so i was excited to spend some brotherly time with him without his friends being loud in the background we were in the backyard running around and spraying water at each other or what i thought was water my brother's aim was whack and he kept hitting my shirt and arms and i thought the lavender smell i perceived was from the laundry room where i'd just been that was until he got me in my eye and it started to burn. I'd been hit by a water gun more times than I could count and my eyes were a routine victim of the splash on my face because I was shorter than my brother but the pain from that particular day was worse than ever. At first I tried squinting but it got so bad that I had to put the water gun down and try to stop the pain. That was when my brother came over to me and tried to help. He didn't fess up to anything and he led me to a water gun to try to rinse my eyes out. But by the time our mom got back from work, my eye was looking pink and red-rimmed, and when she asked, my brother confessed that he'd put some soap in his water gun, and he didn't know it would get in my eyes. Our mom was furious, but I was scheming. I knew I had to get him back. There was no question about it. Not even after he apologized and said he'd canceled with his friends just to pull the prank. I ended up getting eye drops to help with the irritation onset from the soap contact. And my mom could not be satisfied with any apology. She was having none of it. And I think he felt he didn't deserve the amount of fury she unleashed because he gave me the cold shoulder for about three days after that incident. But I didn't really mind because I was planning to get back at him. I went for the most basic thing I could think of. Got some money I saved for my land mowing job over the summer bought three bottles of shaving cream and emptied out his shampoo bottle in our shared bathroom before filling it up with shaving cream, and then I waited. My brother's scream was the first thing that woke me up the next day. He was standing in the hallway holding a chunk of hair, and he had a bald patch by the right side of his head. It was a hilarious situation, but I knew better than to laugh. Our mom made him shave his entire head so he could grow it out all evenly, and he hated me for it. It was nearly a week after he got me in the eye with his soap water, and I'd completed my revenge. Although my mom grounded me for it, it was definitely worth it. But that wasn't the end of our rivalry and pranks. Not even close. Our mom likes to joke that we might cause her death to happen earlier than the universe as planned for her. And to be honest, I can understand her point to some extent. Our dad left when we were quite little, and our mom had done the role of the single parent excellently, but our family and friends constantly talk about the fact that growing up without a dad made us very excited to be active. Between my brother and I, we'd broken a few plates and furniture and spent thousands of our mom's money on treating injuries and getting replacements. But it wasn't a streak that was ending anytime soon. And the most iconic revenge I got, which is the main point of this post anyway, happened in my brother's first year of college. I was a senior in high school and our pranks had grown to become even more dangerous. He'd removed the bottom rank bolts on a ladder I was using and I nearly fractured my ankle coming down from the roof. And then I'd taken out the battery of his car and replaced it with an empty battery case the night before a date he had with the girl he had a major, major crush on. I let him sweat over the car for an hour and a half, long after he was supposed to pick up his date before returning his battery to the car when he went inside to beg our mom to borrow her car. I came in and told him to go try starting his car. I told him I felt it had rested since he last tried it, and when he started it, he was so happy and grateful to me. But as he pulled out of the driveway, I saw the moment he realized what I had done, and he flipped me the bird from his window. And then a few months later, when he was home for Christmas break, he did the worst thing he could have ever pulled off. And our mom nearly disowned him. I was going to the gym for hours every day after school to keep fit and practice for the wrestling championship I had coming up in a few weeks. And I was snacking on protein and energy bars at every waking hour. My brother made fun of my new eating habits, but he knew not to cross the line because I was physically bigger and stronger than he was so he tried to prove that he could still beat me, despite the fact that I was benching 200 pounds. My brother replaced a granola bar I'd set out on the kitchen counter with one that contained almonds. And as my unfortunate luck would have it, I had swallowed the first bite, and started chewing the second bite when I took a glance at the wrapper of the bar. The packaging for all the flavors of that brand are quite similar, but the font shows the ingredients with varying design differences. That's why I cautiously check each bar at the store before checking it out. But as soon as I saw the wrapper and the huge almond written on the front of it, I spat out that second bite and rinsed my mouth out. I thought I was imagining my throat starting to close up, but I couldn't be certain, so I rushed up to get my EpiPen and injected it into my thigh. For about an hour after that, I had to rest and allow the adrenaline to do its thing, but my heart was still racing in anger. I knew my brother had done it. There was no question about that, but I still couldn't confront him about it without our mother knowing. If she did, I wouldn't be able to get my revenge fully, so I decided to keep quiet till I could get him. When I went back downstairs, I saw my brother check the bin and spot the wrapper, and then look up in surprise as I sat at the table. But I didn't give him the satisfaction of saying anything, and when I got up to go to the gym later that day, my brother asked if I was okay. And i asked him why wouldn't i be now here's a little fun fact my brother's the only one in the house who likes ketchup or uses it our mom hates the smell and i hate the texture so we never have it around unless he's back home from college christmas was a few days away and my mom reminded me to get ketchup for my brother so he could have a condiment for meals during the festivities and i saw it as my opportunity to strike back my brother could drink a bottle of ketchup straight But the tiniest taste of hot sauce would be a near-death experience for him, so I knew exactly what I needed to do. On my way back from the gym, the day before Christmas, I bought two bottles of ketchup and two bottles of hot chili sauce. And then I poured out the ketchup and filled it up with the hot sauce and took it straight home to the fridge. Then, to add brilliance on brilliance, I suggested to my brother that we should order fries and some wings for dinner since our mom was out visiting her friends. Excited to stuff his face with ketchup, my brother was on board. When the food got to the house, I dared my brother to drink as much ketchup as he could in one minute, and he was more than ready to prove himself. I got the camera and countdown set up and watched as he opened his mouth wide enough and squirted a bottle full of hot sauce down his throat. It was instant. The realization that he wasn't tasting or swallowing ketchup hit him, and I couldn't keep the laughter down. He ran to the sink and nearly threw up in the attempt to clear his throat and taste buds of the spicy sauce, and when he turned to me, his face was red as a stop sign, and I told him we were even since he tried to kill me earlier. Still gasping for breath, he explained that he was waiting in the living room to hear me go into the kitchen so he could stand by and help out if things got bad. But I was too pissed to find any reason for that, especially as he hadn't been anywhere near the kitchen when I accidentally ate the granola bar. But I decided not to chase after that argument. After all, I knew his problems with the sauce were just starting. He threw out the bottle of ketchup he had just tried to drink and grabbed the second one while shaking his head at me. I'm sure he thought I couldn't be evil enough to tamper with both bottles. But he quickly realized I was smarter than he was when he slathered a piece of chicken with ketchup and was choking seconds after it touched his tongue. He didn't even have the time to be angry at me because he was running straight to his room as he was quickly coughing up a storm. By the time our mom got back, my brother was making repeated runs to the bathroom since the heartburn was getting so bad and he was having a serious reaction to the spice. My mom was worried because he didn't look well, and she said they'd have to go to the ER. She was so stressed out about it, and I offered to drive to the hospital. And we were there till Christmas morning. The doctors cleared out my brother's stomach with some fluids and gave him some antacids, but the stress of nearly passing out his intestines got him really well and he was knocked out flat, fast asleep. I did feel a bit guilty about him being in pain, and my mom being frustrated, but... Every time I felt sorry for my brother, I remembered that it took me being conscious about the packaging of my protein bar for me to not have a serious allergic reaction just a few days before the incident. So I shook off the feeling of guilt and decided that if he kept quiet about what I did, I would too, and our mom wouldn't have to decide who she would disown between the two of us. A few hours into Christmas Day, my brother was feeling better, and when my mom and the doctors asked him exactly what happened, I knew his response would determine how the rest of the holiday played out, but all he said was that he ordered something that was more spicy than he thought, and he wasn't being smart about it, and we exchanged a look, and I just knew we were both silently agreeing not to let her know and just let everything go. Somewhere deep inside, I know my mom had to have suspected something that had to do with either of us, But I guess she was too relieved that he was feeling better and she couldn't be stressed to find out something she was better off not knowing. So we kept quiet and kept things moving as we celebrated Christmas together. But that doesn't mean my brother and I stopped pranking each other after that incident. Over the years there were occasional slips and bleached clothing but... I think we arrived at a mutual unspoken agreement not to cause our mom any more distress with another trip to the ER or something like that ever again. Though there definitely was some silliness. I cut multiple holes in his custom frat t-shirt a week before the pledge and he put glue in my car seat a day after I got it. But we never went as far as trying to cause fatal physical injury to each other anymore. After all, after sending my brother to the ER on Christmas, there's only so little I could do that would be that bad. It's been a few years since the incident, my brother graduated college, and he's getting ready to propose to his girlfriend. He made me promise not to switch out the ring for one last prank, and it made my mom laugh because it's been a while since we pranked each other, to her knowledge. My mom still doesn't know the truth of what really happened that Christmas, and it's for the best. You gotta love that there was some mutual destruction going on here. And even after it like got to the worst of the worst, they still had a brotherly truce that even in their mutual destruction, do not tell mom. A regular old snitches get stitches type brotherly thing. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy revenge story, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right.